It's a great day to be a Kyle. Welcome, Kyle Nation, to another episode of Back the Pack Podcast, where we're going to be bringing you all of your favorite games, memories, and of course, discussion with our fellow Kyles. As a disclaimer, we have no affiliation to the University of South Dakota. This is a podcast ran by fans for fans. The ideas and comments do not represent the university. Our opinions are our own. Be sure to find us on Twitter at BackThePackSD. With that being said, let's jump in. All right, what's going on, Coyote Nation? I got Mitch with me today. We're going to do a little talking about the signees coming in for USD football next year. I think today we're going to stick with the skill positions only because we have a heck of a class coming in, and I'm way too excited about each and every one of them, so I'll probably be a little too long-winded on it. Let's go. <laughs> How you feeling, Mitch? I'm I'm super pumped, man. I love this class in general, and you know we're gonna dive into the the skill positions tonight. But uh, man, this is a super exciting class from top to bottom. I honestly think it since I've been paying attention to recruits, I think this is probably the best class I've ever seen, quite honestly. And that's no knock against uh, you know other classes in the past, but this one is quite impressive. Yeah, you got that right, a hundred percent. I've been following for a while now and i will tell you these last two classes if you guys really liked what the football team did last year uh, on the field they have set themselves up for success for the next honestly few years here so and with how excited everybody was uh, with the jacob Aro podcast i knew we had to get in and keep this rolling um and i can guarantee you we got some recruits coming in our signings coming in that would love to get on the podcast as well and i'm just trying to get those scheduled Really looking forward to that. But I want to dive in and get this started right away. And I think the best place to start is right up center stage with the quarterback, Nick Mayfield. This kid is a stud. I am pumped. Dual threat, man. Holy smokes. I, I remember seeing his highlights on Twitter, X, whatever we're calling it nowadays, and very, very impressive, uh, both running and passing, quite honestly. You got that right. So I broke down his film, and he finally just released his senior film, and I got a chance to find, take a look at that see how the season went. You bring up the scrambling, and you're 100% right. This kid is fast. Uh, they got him clocked at a 4.47 40-yard dash, which is absolutely unheard of, especially for a high schooler. But I tell you, what I saw uh, in his highlights was he does not really focus on scrambling to run. He uses his quickness to extend the plays, but he keeps his eyes downfield. Man, and that's going to be huge at the next level, right? Because that that right there from goes from a play that breaks down where he has to scramble, and if he can, can you know, extend the play and, and make that pass, that's that's double whammy right there. Oh, exactly. He's going to, with the ability to extend, you're going to get the safeties to crash, or you're going to get the corners to bite. And this kid has the arm talent to make him pay still. And, you know, Mitch and I, you and I were talking a little bit uh, before we started recording this episode, and I gave you the, I think, the perfect comp and skill-wise. I, I really do think this kid compares to Justin Fields uh, it's a very similar style now where he sets himself apart is I think he has a a better ability to read defenses and his pocket awareness 
he actually knows when to get rid of the ball. Yeah, and I remember seeing him throw some dimes on those highlights. And, uh, you know, we got to give a shout-out, too. He's 6'2", 180, Chicago, Illinois, Eisenhower High School. So shout out, shout out to uh, you know Chicago and Eisenhower and where he come, where he's come from. Um, you know, just the total package. I think, I think this is a great get for USD. Yeah, you're a hundred percent, hundred percent right on that. And his arm talent is really going to open things up for us. And you know, with that uh, and his arm talent, I think we're going to stay in the backfield, jumping uh, to running back now. And. Our first running back commit that we got was Drevin Hodges from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And we all know we love the hometown kids. I know Sioux Falls is a hometown, but I think anything in the state of South Dakota is considered hometown at this point. For sure. Let's see if we can, while, while you're looking there, I'm going to see if we can find yeah. his, uh, let's see if we have stats on him. I've got six foot one ninety. You know, he's obviously a state champ, uh, first team all state honors. I don't have his uh, his actual numbers from the season, but uh, trying to think what else. Yeah, you know what else? What, what, what else you want to? Yeah, go ahead. I uh, I will say I've had a chance to chat a little bit with Drevin and. He is just a fantastic kid. It was very easy to have a conversation with him. He and I just chat a little bit about his goals, uh, what you know he considers his strengths. And I, he's going to be a Coyote fan favorite because I think he's going to kind of remind us of Tice and, and being Mr. Steady, uh, somebody that we can always rely on to go out and get us those that third and three and gain us gain four yards for us to really seal the game. But I, I will tell you this, I trust the ball in his hands. Yeah. And you know, the one thing we've, we've talked about it before, but our running back room is absolutely loaded and we just continue to fill the, continue to stock the shelf, stock the cabinet full of, of goodies with these guys. I mean, it's just one after another, as far as the names go and the talent goes, so I I love this. I, I hope that he can come in and compete and, and carve out a role. You know, obviously it's not going to be right away. It's not going to be right away, but I think there is a path for him to uh, get to you know get to that spot and take over that starting role. But uh, he does have you know obviously several guys ahead of him yet, and I'm assuming he's going to redshirt. But here's what I have for numbers. I've got a four, what what did you say his forty time was? Uh four five. That's what... yep. He's been laser timed at. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm seeing too. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, this kid. I mean, and I agree. Being a local local product, um, from what little I've seen on social media, and uh, you know, he seems like a very likable guy. He loves USD. I'm glad he chose you know USD versus the other school, and so glad to have him. I look forward to seeing what he can do. Yeah, exactly. And you talked about uh, stocking the shelves. <laughs> per se at the running backs position and it doesn't stop with him we gain another one as well with Julius Ellens uh this was I think a steal when it comes to the skill position wise I would agree I think this is <laughs> probably one of if not the best uh signee that we have in terms of skill positions would you agree 
you, you're you're putting me on the spot here. Oh, I, I know it's tough to pick one. Uh, you know, because then I start thinking about corners and whatnot, and I know we're going to save that for another episode. I, this class just has dogs. It, it really, that's what it comes down to. And if you're going to make me build the top five, I'm going to need, you know, five to seven business days to build out that list because we're loaded. But I will tell you this. He is 100% a steal when it comes to running backs for sure. Uh, I mean, he runs similar time to Drevin at the 4-5. Where he sets himself apart, uh, he is what I would consider a abusive running style. Yeah, his th he does not go down on the first hit, and he plays in the higher level in Chicago or sorry, yeah, Glenn, Illinois. Yep, Glenn, yep. Uh, so with it, I mean, he plays big schools, and they don't put out you know what I'm used to playing high school football against the five seven one forty pound kids. I mean, these are kids getting. FCS, FBS offers as well. Right. He stands out still. I will tell you, though, what I think I love most about him. He has extremely sticky hands for a running back. Yeah, I was just going to say, you know, I've seen some of the, the some of the highlights on him, and he's playing in the wide receiver position. He almost looks like a hybrid, like he can do both. He can, and he makes them pay. It... It is fantastic. His route running is crisp. Uh, I see him create a lot of great space when he is split out as a receiver. And I guarantee that doesn't stop once he gets to college. The other word that comes to mind is smooth. I mean, yes. you just mentioned how he can run routes. Like he, he runs and it, both routes and running the ball, just he looks smooth like a video game. You know what I mean? Yep, exactly. Uh, we're going to. We're going to be spoiled in the running back room uh, for years to come uh, with these two guys. I trust both of them uh, with the game on the line, and we need that extra two or three yards. Either one's going to go out and get it, and both of them are going to make the other person pay when they try to tackle them. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I will add, too, he is a, a little bit, not a, I won't say late commit, but he wasn't in the early signee. A group he was you know a month or two later here in uh happened in january late january but um you know again great get uh glad to have this guy he looks like a a gamer for sure yep and i mean following he's kind of following that cookie cutter too for us if five foot ten 200 pounds he's gonna be a workhorse i will say you know if you want to if you are somebody that studies the offer list you can pay attention to this. He had an offer to play running back at the University of Iowa. That's going to grab a lot of people's. Yes, that's going to grab a lot of people's attention. Not only that, um, he was being looked at by Illinois as well. Western Illinois, uh, very similar level. I mean, we're better than Western Illinois, but SCS, at one point, we were in Missouri Valley together, but no longer. <laughs> All right. Looks like Kansas State too offered him early in in March of twenty three. Yeah, I mean this kid, he's gotten a lot of offers, and I'm excited to see what he can do on the field. Uh, with the, you know running back room depth, I 
doubt we'll see him as a freshman. And it's not a knock on him. It's just we have plenty of options currently. We'll keep him healthy. We'll get him prepped. And he will come out ready as ever uh, when he's done with that red shirt. For sure. Now that's all we have on the running back side of things. And it's time to jump over to our wide receivers. And this kid, I, I will tell you, if you have heard from the coaches, if you follow along on Twitter much, he's got a ton of buzz built up around him. And that's Jamal Streeter. <laughs> I, Here we go. Th- this kid, my note, it, it's two words on him. Pure athlete. That That's all I can say about him. Yeah, and uh, I don't really know what else to say, but honestly, he's my favorite. He's my favorite uh, signee in this entire class. I'm not saying he's necessarily the best signee, but he's my favorite signee. Yes, I. Uh, you're right, and you know, I watching his film. My personal view on him for a comp. I don't know if there's a lot of people out there that follow the Iowa State side of things. But this kid reminds me of TJ Tampa, who decided to play offense instead of defense uh, this time around. Okay. His basketball highlights are, I mean, up there. That guy, I watched him fly, throws down a hard dunk. It's unbelievable. And that translates to the football field so well for him, too. Yeah, do you have a 40 time for Mr. Streeter? Let's see. Uh, he and I were chatting a little bit. Um, I don't think I ever got to that. Looks like he had offers from Indiana, Florida A&M, Florida International, for sure. Yep. I'm sure I'm showing uh, 41. Looks like 41 catches for 536 yards and seven touchdowns as a senior. He uh, hails from, what do we got, Port Charlotte, Florida. Yep. Port Port Charlotte High School down there. So, you know, we well I, I you know, we have a huge connection to Florida and you know, we love having those guys up here. It's to me the any any guy that comes out of Florida, we know we're getting speed. You know, whether it's yep. defense or offensive side of the ball, we're getting speed and that's why I asked about his 40 time cuz I'm sure it's good. Uh, yes. I mean, he is very fast. He stands out on the field uh, quite a bit in his highlights. I love this though. I I asked him, you know, who do you uh, mold your game around? And like I said, you know, with my comparison to TJ Tampa, he chose offense instead of defense. This guy uh, with Jamal, he chose to model his uh, offensive game around Devontae Smith, very talented wide receiver for the Philly Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. And then defensive wise. He models it around Sauce Gardner. Okay. Only the top young corner in all of NFL. Yep. He must be an Eagles fan. Sauce. Uh... Is he? Oh, okay. Yeah, that could be. Wrong green, <laughs> wrong, wrong green team. My bad. Yeah. Uh, you, you got the Northeast and you got teams so yeah I, i'll catch you some slack. <laughs> I, I, I tried. So I remember watching this kid's highlight videos and... I just remember him burning past people and also high pointing the ball over people. Yep. And that, you know, that's 
where that translation from basketball to football, the way he works uh, on the dunks, it's absolutely insane. So he is going to be a flyer and he is going to be a name. I think we might hear from sooner rather than later. Uh, Our wide receivers are very talented. I think he works his way out onto the field a couple times next year, though. Ooh, all right. Yep. No, re- no red shirt for, for Jamal, huh? I don't know if... Well, well, I take that back, because you can play, like, what is it, four games? Four games. Four games before, the, before you lose that red shirt. So, yeah, you know what? That's entirely possible with this kid. And I think uh, one thing we got to take advantage of, it's obviously not an opportune time either, though. Uh, FCS recently came out with the rule that... On the redshirting, playoff games do not count. That's right. For your redshirt. Yep. Now, am I going to throw a true freshman out there <laughs> in the biggest games of the season? If he's ready, yes. Or if uh, we have some injury issues, yes. But that is definitely a tough decision to come to. But I I think we hear about Streeter being on the field next year. I'm all for it. Let's go. And now his he's coming in with Tommy Mechna, and I'm going to say this right now. I am not great when it comes to pronouncing names, so if any of these signees are listening, please uh, make sure to pass on how to pronounce your name if I do pronounce it wrong. But this kid also, I, I don't know what it is. I think we like our wide receivers playing a little bit of defense too because he played safety and wide receiver in high school. Okay. Looks like uh, so on on uh, Tommy here. He's I've got him at six two one eighty out of Omaha Elkhorn North, which I'm familiar with that area. Yep. Um, looks like he had twenty six uh, receptions for five hundred nine yards, seven touchdowns. Um, looks like he also had offers from Northwest Missouri State and Augie Augustana. Yeah, and I will say I I really like what. I like when we're going after these receivers that play defense and with him playing safety, you know, the quarterback of defense, basically he knows what he's looking for to find the weaknesses on the defensive side of the ball. And he'll sit in those zones and he'll tear you apart or he'll read uh, the corner of the safety better than they're reading him. And he'll take advantage of that opportunity when it's presented. Yeah, and I mean, if you're good enough to play both ways like that, you know, that to me tells tells me he's got a lot of ball skills, right? Yep, exactly. Now, so, I tried to find, find a comp for everybody. I know I didn't get one for Julius. But with him, uh, I, I would compare him kind of to Mike Evans' style. He's not going to be the flashiest, fastest, bury in a cloud of dust kid out there. Okay. He's going to be consistent, and he's going to know his quarterback well enough to be on the field at all times. Hey, man, if you can get open and catch, that's all that matters. Exactly. Now, obviously, in highlights, you never see him drop the ball. Uh, He's never going to show a perfect route, but I was very impressed with his ability, not just to catch the ball that was easily catchable, uh, anything high and low. In his vicinity, he was snagging. And I was really impressed with his ability to play the ball properly and be sure that it wasn't 
going to be a drop or incomplete or end up in the wrong hands. That's awesome. I mean, we you can't ever have enough receivers, running backs, you know, so I'm all for continuing to, to stack things there as well. Now, I think we should jump on to our tight ends that we got coming in. All right. Yeah. You know, South Dakota loves our tight ends. I, I doubt we'll ever uh, not go or go away from these guys. I do think, you know, tight ends, we're going to be seeing a lot of two tight end sets on the offensive side of the ball next year. And we got some studs. Now, the first one I want to talk about, uh, this signee should have some buzz around him. And that's not talking about hype. That's talking about bees. Uh, we're talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're talking about Caden Fry, and I tell you what, this kid, I like I said, I've talked to a few signees out there, and this is the most interesting. Uh, he is the Dos Equis commercial. He is the most interesting man in the world. We got we, we to get him on here. We're going to get him on here. I'm not even going to talk about his football right now. I'm going to pull up our chat a little bit um, because he... Don't give it all. Don't don't give it all away. Just give us a few teasers. I'm gonna give you a few teasers. Uh, so obviously, I made the joke about the bees. His family runs a beekeeping business down in Nebraska. Yeah, uh, they do very well with it. And so, of course, I had to make a a buzz joke with him on that. But in his free time, Caden, you know, he's not out there playing video games. He's not fishing. He's out working on his 1991 Camaro, going for a full resto on it. Nice. And that blew my mind, actually. Our conversation was more about him restoring his Camaro <laughs> than it was about football or anything like that. Hey, man, you got to have hobbies. That's a cool one. It, very cool hobby. Uh, he's a very good kid. Great head on his shoulders. I'm excited for him, though, because... He's that underdog, uh, in my opinion. He really didn't put much thought to football after uh, after high school. Never really thought about uh, much for college. He was going to stick around and work on the family beekeeping business. And USD came calling. And I, I'm really excited to see what this kid can do because with that underdog mentality, I mean, anything's truly possible with him. So he's got the size, right? So 6'6", six, six, yeah. I've got 6'6", I've got six, six, 220, 225 right in there. Uh, mm -hmm. Caught 50, 50 uh, passes for basically 800 yards, 15 touchdowns his senior season. So it looks like he kind of exploded uh, his senior year. First team, All-State. Um, I, I agree. And maybe on him, you know, maybe he didn't necessarily think it, but I, I think USD sees a lot of potential in him. It sounds like, you know, he didn't really know what he wanted to do and if he was even going to play college ball. But um, I think the raw talent and the size is there. And so if yep. he can, if he can put his mind to it, come in, you know, grind and, and shine. I think he's got real potential. Exactly. And I don't know what it is. I, I do think there's a rule when they're recruiting tight ends. And I think the rule is you have to be 6'6". The other guy we're going to talk about is going to be Mason Cowgill. And, I mean, very similar, 6'6", 230 currently. 
And I, I'm just going to put a plug in for any of our listeners out there. If you aren't following me on Twitter right now, please go out and find me. I do my best to keep you guys informed on what is going on on the football side for recruiting just because I find this so much fun. Uh, you can find me at Jake Conover, uh, 1991. Uh, I recently put out a tweet from Mason uh, that he posted. It was a highlight of his from track. And Mitch, I got a question for you. When a tight end posts a highlight from track, what are you expecting? <laughs> well, I don't expect him to be a sprinter. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What, discus or shot put? Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. This guy, Mason, posted his 200-meter race that he had at 230 pounds. I don't – how close was second place? He ran away from those dudes. Like, it wasn't even close. (laughs) Like, I I was – honestly, I was kind of dumbfounded. I'm like, what just happened? This kid kid is insane. In the time it took you to say that, um, he's just about to finish his race. All right. So (laughs) – Let's see. I'll I'll try to put my own personal account on this for you, everyone, just so they understand. All right. So, and by the way, he he wins Erie, Colorado. We're talking here, Mason Cowgill. Yep, he won that race by right around three seconds. What? <laughs> it's insane. Now, I, I hope you guys really enjoyed uh, JJ's 75-yard touchdown against Sacramento State uh, because I think the Mason's going to follow that up. Man, I love this... tight ends. I love tight oh. ends. This is, this is such a... Uh, I love it. This is I'm, I'm so happy. You know what? You, you, know, J, you know JJ's my favorite player. JJ's my guy, right? And so if, if, if we can get guys like him or better... Man, let's go. They, yeah, JJ, I mean, he's laying down the groundwork for us on the tight ends. Caden's going to be that guy that's going to just come in and work. And he's going to make everybody around him better because they don't want to fall behind on his efforts. Mason is the sleeper of this recruiting class. Man. Yeah, I'm just pulling up uh pulling up two four seven on him real quick. Just to see where else what other offers he might have had. It's it, like Colo- you know, Colorado and Kansas State has interest. Yep. Makes sense. Yeah, being in Colorado, you know, we kinda have a connection going with Colorado too. I like the, you know, we're going to talk about some other guys from Colorado later, but uh, I really like this Colorado connection as well. Yes, uh, I think tapping into the pipeline that could be Colorado just as a whole uh, could really produce some great talent. I'm really excited to talk about the O-linemen coming from Colorado as well. I'm I'm not going to jump into our next episode or anything, so I'm going to restrain myself on that one, but... This is why, you know, I like talking about FCS recruiting because you can look up some of these guys on 24-7 sports to look to see who has offers from where. But, you know what, let's see. You look up, uh, like, Tommy. 
He's not going to show up on 24-7. He's not going to have a profile on it. You look up Caden Frey. He's not going to have a profile. A lot of our kids that are coming in are not going to have a profile. But that's what makes this so much fun because I guarantee you Nick Mayfield is going to be a big time when it's all said and done at USD. But he doesn't have any, he doesn't have a profile. He's not talked about in the rankings. Right. And that's that's where this can be fun. Yeah, and that's part of why we wanted to do this, right? We wanted to do this to try to get some information out there on these guys, shine a spotlight, if you will, uh, you know, give them, give them the attention they deserve, uh, introduce them to our fans a little bit from a high level, and hopefully have some of these guys on here so they can tell us their story. Yeah, and actually I, what I'm going to say to that is for all of our listeners, I want you guys to comment on this. You know, we're going to do like we always do. We'll post this on Twitter. We're going to post this on Facebook again. I want you guys to comment on who you would like to hear from, and I will put in the full effort to get those guys on here. And heck, if there's any signees listening to this, Jacob and I had a ton of fun chatting with each other uh, before the recording even started. I would love to have you guys on there. Uh, reach out. Let's have some man, fun. Man, he seems like a big old teddy bear. He was he He sounded really cool, chill, laid back, fun to talk to. I will tell you, I mean, no comparison really uh, in storyline or anything like that. But it with talking to him, I felt like I was talking to Michael Orr. <laughs> it just genuine, down to earth, yep. here to help, uh, put in the work, good kid. And he, he it was a blast. Uh, I will tell you, obviously our fan, the people that listen, they don't get to see what we see and obviously um, I can see you Mitch as we're talking we have basically a zoom meeting going uh, before I started recording I actually told Jacob the intro what I was planning on doing and I told him you know what I'm going to say is something along the lines of we have with us not only USC's highest rated recruit for this signing class but for you in USC's history mm-hmm. and I got to see his face when I broke that news to him because he had never heard that or looked into it. And like we said, you're not going to find a lot of USD's recruiting stuff on 24 seven sports or on three or rivals. Yep. And when I told him that it was this face of pure shock and excitement that washed over him, I I could see he, you know, he was proud of it. And I, I tried to tell him, you know, along the lines of those four stars, they're on paper. It, it is just four stars, but it is also fruits of all the effort, all the work that you put into it. So, right. He, I mean, he definitely deserves it. But I, and for, I tell you what, there. Go ahead. Man, and, and for being a big man, what a sweet jump shot! Holy smokes! I've seen some videos of him draining threes. Like what a what, what a what a ball what a baller! I tell you what. This kid is smooth. He's smooth for a big man. They're gonna Athlet- athletically, athletically yes. smooth. His high school is going to have to replace the backboards when he's all done because they're all going to be sitting on a tilt. Because not only does he have a sweet jumper, dude can throw down the ball too. And it's not just the easy, oh, I'm right here at the block, I'm going to dunk it. Right. <laughs> that one that I posted on Twitter, or that was posted on Twitter that I shared, I mean, that was a fast break dunk. And he's just, he's floating. 
He's dribbling away from people. Yeah, you know, we could use him on the men's basketball team. Can he play both sports? Uh, we'll have he to sign up that one. I, I think he, he's good for four and four points and four fouls, but he's going to put in court. And there'll be four rebounds, too. <laughs> Heck, yeah. Unreal. But yeah. Anyway, yeah, we'll we'll talk linemen later, but uh, yeah, yep. this, cl- this class, like we said from the beginning, is from top to bottom, what a high-quality class. I, I, I honestly think it might be the best class we've ever had, and I'm sure some of that is due to the success, the, the recent success that we've had. Um, you know, and, and definitely trending in the right direction. And when you can start stacking classes like this year after year, that's going to bode well for short-term and long-term success and sustained success. And, and honestly, these are the guys that are going to come in and help us beat the crap out of NDSU, start flipping the table, start, you know, beat SDSU, start, start making that, uh, what, what did we say? You know, you got to win one to make it a rivalry. You know, we got to get that rivalry back and, and start winning some of those games. But honestly, these yep. guys are going are gonna to be some of the guys that are going to help us do it. Yes, you're 100% right. Uh, I'm going to say this. The future is very bright uh, with what we have coming. So all I'm going to say is, you know, hold on and enjoy it. These guys, a lot of them you will not see next season. I'll, I'll guarantee that. But you're going to see them in the next few seasons afterwards. And you're going to be blown away. You can even impress your friends and family saying, yeah, I knew that guy. I knew what to expect with that guy before he even stepped on field. <laughs> but we're loaded. We're doing a fantastic job. Our coaches are really grinding out on the recruiting. So this is going to be fun. Yeah, and you can never have too many Hodges at USD either. Don't make me compliment a Hawkeye. <laughs> Come on, man. You can do it. Uh, no, uh, I will say uh, Coach Hodge is a fantastic person and a fantastic coach. I'm not. I'm just not going to talk about his past life prior to USD. That, that's what we'll do. That, that's all right. I'm good with that. We just stop it right there when he started at USD. Perfect. Yep. All right. But with that, I think we covered every um, skill signee coming in. Uh, these guys are all already signed with USD. I know a few. I don't think any of the skill positions are at USD yet, but I do know we got a couple freshmen already early enrollees, so that I think that's fantastic. Yep. But with that, I think we're going to call it a night, Mitch. Yeah, and as we walk out the door here, uh, don't forget to follow the show or subscribe to the show. Rate five stars. Give us a write, write us a review. That's Back the Pack, Coyote Nation. We're on both uh, Apple and Spotify. Make sure you follow uh, Back the Pack SD on Twitter or X and uh, interact with us. Like, comment, send us a DM, whatever. We want that interaction. We want your feedback, uh, what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see on the show. Uh, follow, like Jake said, follow Jake at, at Jake Conover 1991. You know, uh, Jordan, can't forget about him at, uh, what, what is he, at JD660 PE5. Yeah, he's got a he's got a goofy one, but uh, and then myself at the song dog eleven, join the uh, USD Coyote fans nation page on Facebook, and again that one's pretty much open, so you can like, comment, post, share whatever whatever you want to do in there. You know, make it fun, share some stuff that you've seen that was cool, Um, and then last but not least, join the Howling Pack at uh, goyotes.com. 
we, we talk about it uh, on multiple episodes. We've already said this, but you know, $100 gets you in a year. That's $8.33 a month. You know, hashtag back the pack. Not Perfect. That I have. That's all I have for you, buddy. All right. Go Yotes. Go Yotes. Thank you again for listening, Kyle Nation. Be sure to download and subscribe to our podcast so we can keep bringing you all the best Kyle content. And like always, it's a great day to be a coyote.